No, I put okay. um, Mark over Mars. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, he's... Because he was just like speed. speed I was going to say, fastest white man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> And it goes a little something like this. Welcome to episode 10 of the Arsenal Asylum podcast, the show where we talk about all things Arsenal. Thank you so much for joining us here today. This is somewhat of an elder statesman pod. Yeah. So, you know, I could only have the one and only Mr. Ao in the building. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Gooners listening in? Yes. So it's good to be back. I know it's been a few episodes and... um, we're going to kick it off with a few of the developments. But firstly, let's just start off with a little bit of feedback from my uh, my last uh, appearance <laughs> on here. You know, so uh, yes, I do apologize to the listeners who got confused when I mentioned <laughs> our friend Heleb. Now, let me just clarify. I do know he's not a defensive <laughs> midfielder, uh, centre-back or anything of that ilk. The point I was trying to make, and I got some proper, proper stick in the group for he, this. He caught some heat. He the, caught some heat. <laughs> the point I was trying to make is one <laughs> thing I remember about the Hleb era is he wasn't afraid to go in there with a tackle. Yes, he was an attacking midfielder, but I loved how he just had the aggression when he was without the ball. Let's just put it that way. So I wanted to clear that up. Well, thank you so much for clearing it up, man. I mean, I mean, I don't think you even needed to, to be fair. Hey. Look, my, my, name, man, my name, man, my name, my name, man, my name in these streets. I don't, want, I don't want people bannering me like, who's this guy talking about? Hello, uh, you know. Man. So I wanted to clear that out. But yeah, it's great to be back uh, again. Uh, it's me and you here for the EP10. We wanted to show the peeps some love. I know it's a bit quiet at the moment, as you mentioned, with the uh, winter break. But yep. yeah, still plenty to talk about. I mean, it's the greatest club in the world. So for sure, always something to talk about always something to talk about at the Arsenal I think I even forgot to intro myself but I'll do it now <laughs> this is Swerve Merv is Mr. Ao here in the building we're holding it down episode 10 of Arsenal Asylum podcast bigging up ourselves right here we're not at full strength but we're here to give you a full yeah, man. podcast. We miss Sid. We miss Shay. We out. miss Wild Statements. Death. I know you like the provocative nature <laughs> of his mentality when it comes to all matters Arsenal Football Club. And who else? I mean, you talk about older statesmen, the eldest yep. of statesmen, Mr. Mod. Seasoned. Seasoned, man. I know you fans are loving that guy because he's been, you know what I mean, getting a lot of love for his input. He's and a we, portal. He's he is knowledge. Old sage, old sage. He he's got some stories about the Arsenal, but anyway, we're gonna try doing proud on this one we for will. sure. We will for sure. So yes, thank you so much for joining us again today. Uh, we are gonna look at you know various topics, but all of it will be pointing towards the Sunday game Oof. against Newcastle at home. Indeed. Uh, is it three points? We don't know <laughs> which Arsenal is going to come back from holiday. <laughs> Who are they? We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know what's happened to them whilst they're out there. We'll try and fit in the some pictures admin. look nice though, Mud. They look really they nice. Look, they enjoying themselves. Did you just call me Mud? Uh, so, look at this. The guys. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's here in spirit. 
You know what I mean? He's here in spirit. My but bad I could, man. I could, I could never, I could never be mod. Not, not if I dreamt myself and woke up. There you go. There you go. I need Sorry. to show the correct amount of respect. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we in here. So we'll talk about that. We'll have some admin as well. So we'll, we'll yeah. just cover a few things from. Uh, the trip as well as what we consider to be our all-time oh, greatest Arsenal indeed, 11. Indeed. It could get a bit spicy in here. Indeed, indeed. As opinions do get. Yes, indeed. You know? And and just whilst I'm here, you know, uh, we, we do get stick for not shouting out the... Uh, the very reason why we're here, the uh, yeah. WhatsApp group. The Let's WhatsApp shout group. out to our, our brethren. Yes, sistering, The beloved the, gooners. The humanhood. You know, man, woman and child in that group. Of the WhatsApp Everyone group. Everyone bound by the purest love known to footballing, footballdom, which is goonerdom. Yeah. There you go. So. Worldwide. <laughs> extreme views and not so extreme. We love you all and we're shouting you out and we're going to try and make mention of a lot of what, uh, of what we get from that group for real. to you directly as well for real. um not to alienate any listeners that aren't part of it but you know we'll we'll, we'll discuss that in greater length i'm sure they've got their own personal asylums i'm sure in the arsenal <laughs> they were a different asylum exactly we're not the only one indeed so i guess uh, we uh, we should crack on and um talk about you know the recent trip uh, we seen all the pictures on uh, Instagram. Indeed, it's indeed. looked it's looked quite good. Bedouin uh, Bedouin feasts in the middle of the I, desert. Indeed, and indeed. on camels and indeed. hijinks on the team bus. <laughs> Willock wasn't impressed, was he? Uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was <laughs> like, "Look, you guys, I'm trying man. to get some sleep That's up in here. <laughs> Touching man's nose for what do I look like? I'm well, South I, London. I, I don't know. You, I tell you, man. Like Willock, <laughs> like I love that boy. Like Willock is proper road man. Yeah, but he's got an old. He's got a young old face. Yeah, like, I told you. I told you. Like he just reminds me of those '90s comedians, man, on Def Jam comedy. He just got one of those faces, man. I love that to come guy. on stage, like you know the problem with black people. <laughs> I'm trying to get some sleep out here, boys. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Yeah, a lot of our young players seem to like, but Willock is, he's the He's coming the along. Yeah, no, he's coming along nicely. As a player, I've got a lot of time for Willock. It's a pressurised role, as we know, the sort of number 10 attacking yep. behind the, so the sort of atta- the attacking midfielder behind the, the front three. Yep. And it's quite pressurised because a lot of things should be coming through you attacking-wise. Of course. Uh, so from Willock's perspective, I've seen what I like. I mean, all I would say is as a young player, uh, he may struggle with consistency, but that's no surprise. In that kind of role, it is kind of hard to just have that top, top level week in, week out, in my yeah. opinion, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and he's still learning as yeah, well. Totally. He, gets, he gets some unnecessary stick, in my opinion, because, you know, he's... He's still a teen, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. I, I, how old is he? He's like nineteen or not? Like, like, he's he? probably pushing twenty. Oh, I was gonna say. I know he's. I know he's not a teen teen, but he's still, he's still young. Yeah, I mean, you look at that. Th- those players that are, are are quite quite. Let's just say under twenty three, and there's a number of them trying to do a job for us. And you know, we just have to be um, appreciative of what they're doing. Just really with the amount of pressure. Yeah. You know, in that kind of position at 
such a club yeah you know and uh we know like you listen to the podcast and the fans the gooners are passionate you know we are we're, so. we've got a, we've got a presence over social media and all platforms uh, i feel we might be the most vociferous yeah. bunch of fans um in the league and i say this as a gooner that's had his fair share of vociferousness yeah yeah but yeah we, we seem to have more of an opinion than other other club fans I don't know maybe it's just that I'm I'd say I'm Mike, we're probably picked by Man U but Man U <laughs> have got these sort of like uh, dictator kind of <laughs> do you get what I mean they've yeah, been on top for so long they're not yeah, used to be finding it hard do you get what I mean they're so from that perspective yeah but I think certainly as Arsenal fans the sort I think we have we were sport for so long yeah like 15 odd seasons with the Consistent. absolute finest football that has ever been played in this land you know and even even we went from a position of of playing awesome football and Mm. winning stuff to then playing awesome football but not putting matches away remember about 10 seasons ago like we used to get teased for passing it into the net because we just were playing awesome football imagine that we got you know we got teased for playing too well exactly exactly (laughs) now we can't buy a victory there you go and then came the fa cup so we saw some fruits of our labors yeah and now you know i think you'll agree we're in a position where a lot of teams play better football than us i think now you know so i think the trip to dubai is yeah. symptomatic of where we are right now we're in the desert yeah we are yeah, barren yeah yeah i hear you i and hear you. it's kind of fitting that we went there but yeah just just on the whole um now we're in the middle of this break yeah what do you feel will be the effect on you know rested minds rested body uh, i guess all the other clubs have have been through it over this period yeah for our team in particular we know what a break can do to them we know it can break momentum we know sometimes it can have an adverse effect almost because we could be on a winning run and then we have a break and then we come back and we we hit rock bottom again so what do you think this break will do for the team well i'm hoping uh it does two things and i'll break those two things down sure defensively and offensively in the sense of defensively i think coming into the break we were as strong as we've been all season arguably, which is saying something yeah exactly <laughs> and arguably even last season as well basically the whole Emery era I think mm. defensively we have been extremely strong the last few games just because Arteta has prioritised organising our yes. defence and not just the defenders but the players having a defensive mindset in terms of when they lose position uh, possession in terms of their positional play Mm. you know in terms of kind of keeping uh, the opposition as narrow as compact as possible so they don't start pulling players out of position and that sort of thing so I think I'm really pleased with that a lot of fans are pleased with that in terms of you know the clean sheets you know yeah. in the group yeah. I was always always <laughs> going on about clean sheets yeah. you know whining about why no clean sheets you know you could have worked at a holiday in <laughs> <laughs> Staff manager. <laughs> there you go. Like he's 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 king of the one-liners. Our our Merv. I'm here all week. <laughs> so um yeah, and then basically offensively, well, you know, we need to get that 
ruthlessness back, that clinical nature in front of goal. Because Laka, you know, in the group, and I've been vocal as well in the group, we might have to uh, assess whether we can continually give him the minutes he's Mm. been having, given we're getting not much bang for our bucket. There's not much output from our. Do you get what I mean? Like like lacking. (laughs) I'm here all week. <laughs> this guy, I'm generally cracking up because he's he's just frying these one liners at you, Pete. So um, yeah, I've got a bag of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you, we, me and Mod, um, we discussed it last week. Oh yeah, of course. And yeah. we no no, as in like it's it's a relevant topic even yeah, now. Yeah. We we now need to assess whether he is kind of deserving of that first team spot because yeah. we've we're not getting much in terms of goals from him we're getting plenty of work rate but Energy. we're not getting yeah. the output that a striker of his ilk should be delivering so we know in the group that's been a contentious issue because yeah. we love to see the over lack of yang handshake yeah, yeah. we love to see that we've not seen it in a while oh we've not I we've can't not. even tell you the last time I saw it before Christmas I was gonna say bro that's it's been sure. a while wow so if, if we've not seen the handshake then something's definitely amiss yeah. but yeah he. I guess looking at this period of you know where we're off from the league Players like him, mm. are they likely to benefit from it? Um, players like Ozil, are they meant likely to benefit from the break? The youngsters, Martinelli, Willock, w- you know, they've got more energy to give, I guess. So is it likely that we come back after this break and see a different Arsenal? Will we see a more ruthless Arsenal? Well, we certainly would like to think so. I certainly, um, the only concern I would have in terms of uh, certain players having a break is I don't think someone like Martinelli needs a break. That's what I mean. I don't know whether <laughs> it's like, good, I'm good or to bad. Go right now. Do you get what I mean? Because when someone's on fire like he's been, having a break is sort of not necessarily it's counterintuitive in yeah. my opinion yeah. to what a player like that needs. They need more football. The flip side is, you know, he's still quite young and there is a high risk in this league of injury and mm. the last thing we want is for him to get injured, you know? Well, now this is the other side of the coin because he was bought as a player who yeah. was, you know, the future, you know, a youth international, not really expected to feature and star the way he has. Yeah. And fast forward now to February, March, and we're worried about him suffering from burnout because he's so vital to us. Yeah, completely. He's absolutely vital I mean yeah without the goals uh, I mean Obama Yang you know he was suspended he's back now but if you take out Martinelli's goals and just Aubameyang then things start looking very very um, scant in terms of ensuring we get three points especially from teams like Newcastle so um, yeah yeah that's going to prove to be uh that's going to prove to be a difficult one. It is going to prove to be a difficult one. But, you know, I'm a big Eddie fan. I've been shouting Eddie's praises. Chetia. Uh, I feel like he needs to be given a chance, certainly, to to deliver. Um, because I feel like he's just one of those players. I mean, I feel like he's a typical Lineker-esque type player. Ooh. In that once he's Praise in the box, from Caesar is praise yeah. indeed. No, but I mean, I just feel like he just knows how to bang them in. However way they go in, he's just one of those players. Mm. And Lacazette, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's, 
It's a dry spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even, I don't know, maybe it's unfair to say that even where things are with Lacazette, you would like to think any way he could score goals, he would still score goals. But then sometimes it's just a mental thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's now more in the head than it yeah. is in physical ability. We know the guy can score. We yeah, know yeah. he can run. We know everything. And you can almost see to a certain extent how he's overthinking it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not coming naturally to yeah. him. And we know it's going to come. Yeah. But at the minute, maybe a spell on the sidelines, off the bench, yeah, can just release you know, the pressure a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, more so for him. Yeah, completely. And I think that's where I don't know because I think Arteta is one of those managers. He's probably a bit Wenger-esque, whereby he would ask Lacazette, "Do you want to play? Are you ready to play?" Yeah. And Lacazette is not going to turn around at all and say, Pride "That's it. I'm going to relinquish my place to." Uh, uh, 20 odd year old Eddie Nketiah do you get what I mean this he's young upstart that's it he's yeah. a grown man we would be the same oh hell yeah yeah pride takes over that's it especially but then pride comes before a fall it does it does but especially when he it's, you can imagine he's banging them in in training like nobody's business yeah so like you said because it's a mental thing it's not a physical thing in training no. when the pressure's not on where he's not trying as hard where it doesn't count as much mentally is even as much as you try and give yourself a competitive match True uh, perspective in training, it's you know it's easy to sc- well I say it's easy, but it's a lot easier than on a, in a us, competitive uh, match. Us two podcasters that have played at the game highest yeah, level, it's just you know, it's, it's so just, easy in training. Why not in the, the Stefan's coming out a little bit there? <laughs> My Stefan White. There you go, out. exactly. But yeah, so with with all of that, I look at this team as a whole, and here's my gut instinct. Yeah, right? yeah. When I look at this team. I just have a, a fundamental lack of trust. Yeah. <laughs> and you know this because ever since uh-huh. May 29th of last year, I know if I had that lack of trust, the managers had that lack of trust in certain players. Yeah, The consistency level, I, I just don't trust it to be there. And mm-hmm. we could have a, a trillion breaks and I don't, believe much will change that's not the pessimist in me Mm -hmm. it's just saying that personnel wise it just might be a case of they don't gel together I was just gonna say bro that actually reminds me of the last time that I can recall I mean I'm not saying it's the last time but it's the last time I can recall a team with so many draws was that first nouveau rich Man City, City team, that yeah. had Mark and Hughes and the Mancini no it was Mark Hughes Mark Hughes yeah, yeah Mark Hughes was the manager just and before he left or yeah sacked. yeah and basically he got sacked because of that same kind of just draws yeah. it wasn't they were losing they were just drawing yeah. and this is after he went and uh, he annoyed me so much those days <laughs> because he would talk about Arsenal players like they were already purchased because obviously he had money in his pocket yeah. and he'd be talking about uh, you know um, uh, all of our players I'm trying to think of the ones off the top of my head Adibayor definitely but even the ones before that you know he was mm. cliche all of those guys he was yeah. talking about them and that used to irritate me because obviously <laughs> they're new kids on the block nouveau yeah. rich and now that was back when we were still a dominant for yeah more dominant exactly than they exactly were. and certainly as far as the quality of football we were playing back still then, we were 
Sublime, you yeah. know, 2008, 2009. Oh, it's too soon. I can't talk about it's, it. It's, it was absolutely sublime. So The year we should have won the league. The year we should have won the league. So um, from that perspective, that's what it reminds me of. And that team as well was a newly constructed team. It had a lot of potential in it, but they just weren't, like you said, they just weren't gelling. And I feel like that's where we are. And is it a case of we just write off this season or what? Uh, yeah, to a certain level, I feel I've I've written off much of this season. I've written off this season not because uh, it's mathematically impossible, but I've written it off because of that we need to press the reset button on this yeah. team and its mindset as well as physical ability. Like I said to you just now, Lacazette, we know he can score. Yeah. Aubameyang, we know he can score. Even Ozil, we know that on his day, he's as good as any midfielder anywhere in the world, centrally. centrally. Mm. So for me, it's never been about ability. It's been about mindset. Um, yes, personnel issues at the back, mm. defensively. Mm. We will not talk about Mustafi because I think his name gets mentioned on this podcast a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you can pinpoint our, our defensive frailties to players like him even to Louise this season who hasn't been terribly consistent but has shown a lot of consistency under Arteta yeah um, my only hope now is our new recruit Suarez mm. who's injured so you know we've got to mm. wait to see him and uh, Mary yeah Mary yeah. Um, I'm hoping that our scouts have identified two players who although they're loanies mm can do a job for us defensively and just get a mindset of defense and discipline within mm. this team. I think I think once the mindset changes, then our whole our whole fortunes change at that point. But really I've written off the season. I'm happy for us not to finish in the Champions well, I say happy, mm. but us finishing outside of the Champions League, it won't be a train smash to me. Because if we found our place there, somehow I wouldn't believe it would be on merit I think it would be quite fraudulent well be the hand of God as far as I'm concerned because <laughs> be Jesus at the table I'm pouring you because, pouring that wine because at the end of the day for us to be where we are positionally now and finish fourth it has to mean utter calamity for a number of teams so 100% again I've got a lot of time for Mikel. I'm 100% behind him as our coach. As I was am pleased I. when he joined. But I see what he's trying to do with the conversation, with the press conference, or I think it was a press conference. I didn't actually watch it, but I read a report about him saying that we can still finish fourth. And I get what he's trying to do in terms of the players and ensuring that morale stays high. Mm. But there's plenty of ways to skin a cat do you get what I mean there's, yeah. there's no need in my opinion to do that kind of finger-esque kind of suspending <laughs> reality do you get what I mean I it's don't just, know man I think you're being slightly unfair to our boy Mikel I don't think it's as blind as that I don't think uh -huh. it's but I mean, I mean, what did he actually say? Because again, you know how the media can distort things and make things sound as more provocative or <laughs> controversial than they well, which, actually which are. Which one are we talking about? There was one today. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I you're read. talking about today. Yeah, All right, yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm not up today, to speed then. Yeah, today he was saying that he reckons that they can still finish oh, in the Champions League okay. position. So that's the headline. Even from today. though we're ten points behind Chelsea. I mean, listen. <sighs> If you're a coach, if you're a manager, yeah. you are 
you are that in every sense of the word. It's like your life coaches and yeah. stuff. They're never going to tell you, your life sucks. You don't yeah. know nothing. You ain't going to amount to much. A coach is that by definition. Going to coach you into positivity. Going to coach you into realizing your best ability. Yeah. So I, to the untrained eye, you and I, you're just commentators on this yeah. stuff and we're fans. We look at it and be like, these, these players ain't up to much. Can't even see it this man has to work with them yeah. and try to pull the best out of them. So if he's seen anything that could give him some hope, yeah. then I guess he's got to voice it and he's got to voice it loud because if, if they're not, it's, it's that whole thing of tricking the brain into realizing its potential. Yeah. So he might be trying to convince himself as much as these players, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. But his inner voice is probably saying, mm, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, you know, I don't know if it's Vengares. And if it is Vengares, to be fair, yeah. I mean, he, he can't do much wrong because Wenger's ability to pull the best out of some fairly mediocre players yeah. was legendary. Yeah, but then it, le it opens up the club and by virtue of the club, its supporters, <laughs> i.e. yourself and I, yeah. to unwarranted <laughs> levels of banter. Do you get what I mean? I know what you mean. And, and we always well, have to safeguard true, against true. spurious and excessive <laughs> banter. You know? But, 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 yeah. you know, he's always been that way. And do you know when yeah. he had the last laugh? Yeah, no, You remember true. when he had the last yeah, laugh? Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do. Because I do. We, we've all got short minds, but the season before we went unbeaten. Yeah. I remember him saying that we would we could go unbeaten. Yeah. Then going on websites like Football 365 and they're selling t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy called um, Comical Ali yeah, at yeah. the time. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. From the Iraq war yeah. who would always come out um, and say to the press, oh, everything's fine around here. And in the background, you're just seeing buildings burning and people <laughs> running everywhere. And they said Wenger was like Comical Ali. So they made up these t-shirts with Wenger on there saying the quote, Arsenal are going to go unbeaten and him wearing an army beret. Oh no. And when we went unbeaten, yeah. check the internet listeners, Wenger's in front of the North Bank on our final game where we clinched the league. We beat Leicester at Highbury. He's holding up that same t-shirt oh. and he's looking at the crowd like, how you like me now? <laughs> oh, am I comical now, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we not just going to unbeaten, huh? All right then. Here's a few seats. Take <laughs> one. Take one. <clears throat> so yeah, if you're going to be the Wenger-esque about yeah. that, I'd rather that, but I hope behind the scenes a lot of work is being done that's it as well and the proof is in the pudding so we'll have to see we need those three points against Newcastle yeah no ifs we, or buts we sure do we can't even make no excuses we've been doing a lot of that giving Mikel time and whatnot, but he still needs time it does still need time but there needs to be a point in which we say right we need the three points end of for sure and I feel like it just needs to be a business-like industrial kind of approach or I say business-like workman-like yeah it's probably a better adjective approach by the players in terms of right straight up one goal 15 minutes two goals 25 30 minutes yeah three goals before half time 
four Easier goals said than done. in in like the first 10 15 minutes second half and then just you know sit yeah. tight yeah you know i mean well i guess now moving on to that sunday fixture against yeah. newcastle with all of that now said we know that strategy is easier said than done yes we know that strategy is easier to implement for the teams that have the personnel to go two three four goals up yeah we know that we're low on confidence at the moment so what will you take from sunday i'll tell you straight up right now i'll take a one nil first minute goal in Ketia and we hold it for 89 minutes yeah. i will take that all day if you ask me now purely because we we just need to get a w under our belts i feel like we can't we can't be too choosy um well we definitely need the newcastle that lost 5-0 to leicester in september mm. rather than the newcastle that drew 2-2 with uh man city when was it i think november late november that was, we yeah. definitely need that Newcastle you know we don't need a Newcastle that's going to come give us a game nick an early goal get another goal and then we're chasing the game and then True. you know we, we start talking in the group <laughs> about yeah man we can get a point out of this <laughs> because we're running out of railroad, railroad track in terms of the amount of games yeah. left in yeah. order to start kicking on now you know True. if we're Great. serious about you know pushing on we we need to be serious about pushing on but at the very same time i think our teterini's team are looking they, they're basically um sailormen and they're looking to steady the ship and we are still in choppy waters right now so whatever they can do whether that's a couple of draws just to make sure we're not losing or whether it's a case of we sneak a, a one nil victory here and there. Yeah. I think the emphasis right now has become less on Champions League qualification and just steadying these guys' minds to feel like they can like they can do something for this club. At yeah. this point in time, we are not in the luxurious position of saying, Oh, we're one or two points away from Champions League yeah. full spot. We are miles away we are. from that reality so Sunday well Mikel doesn't seem to think so no no he doesn't but I guess it's it's different to what you say and yeah. what you're doing behind the scenes yeah, yeah. I think you have to put up a public face of yeah. unity of positivity of strength yeah. and that's important for the mindset but behind he's probably saying look do you think we're going to catch up Liverpool yeah I don't think so yeah. but do what you can everybody do a job look at each game like a cup final it's so cliche well that's the thing i mean the best teams always 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 just take one game at a time mm. so if i do get mikhail's mentality if he's thinking we can do it if we just look at one game at a time we look at we prepare well we train hard for each team that comes along mm. and we do our best to get three points mm -hmm. if we just now don't lose a game for the rest of the season yeah we have done everything we can possibly do in fact if we won a game if we won all of our games so no losses no draws Ooh. we have done everything possible but it's we've had that period i mean look at 
Liverpool. Do you get what I mean? And mm. we've had those periods where we've just gone on loads of win runs. Yeah. And we are deserving of one of those periods because we're the sort of club that should be getting three points bless, week in, week bless out. you for that <laughs> bless you for that that's the romantic heart of you talking it is the romantic but it's the are we deserving though well they got to show that because as we said each yeah, game yeah. at a time if they come back from the break and eat to to a man everybody does their job the way as best as they possibly can mm-hmm. then yeah do you yeah. get what I mean yeah. and sprinkle a bit of luck because you do That's need a bit of luck need. Yeah. with all this VAR nonsense and <laughs> certain referees you do need a bit of luck because Isn't I'm that sorry crazy? we don't get the results you know you can people can throw stats and say statistically your results Ooh. are not any better or worse than any other team but when I watch a match mm. either in person or TV it does awfully feel like we get the short wedge in terms of the results <laughs> Welcome to IO versus the officials. I'm telling you, man. You know, it's just it just feels that way. But anyway. it does, man. And I I catch myself feeling that way, and then I have to look at it and think how much of this is my personal <laughs> in my feelings. No, true, true. There have been some decisions, especially in person, where yeah. I've got really, really, really infuriated, oh, and then I've man. come home and watched the highlights, and been like, Ooh, actually, that's actually. Right. <laughs> We're lucky. <laughs> I've sworn, I've blind sworn at the ref in the yeah. stadium. Kids and children around me. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, get home. Like, yeah, it was a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he kicked him in the box. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that that's just every, every football fan. So then with Sunday on the horizon, yeah. if we, assuming we get the three points from that. Okay. Yes. Now we're all happy. We've turned a corner. But have we? Is it and like what at this stage of the season, at this mid midpoint of the season, what grade would you give us? Ooh, that's a very Shall good go question. First? Yeah, you go first, and let me see. Let me let me sort of position myself you to, position your, yourself <laughs> to the left to or the right. Yeah, let me see. Go, on, you go first. I'm giving us a D minus. Okay, right now. okay, okay. And that See, is what did you split? Would you sorry to cut you, bro? Mm. Would you split that in terms of defensively or offensively? Are you just saying a comprehensive I overall have to go comprehensive overall? Okay. okay. The lion's share of that mark comes from the defense. Yeah. Because at times this season it's looked like just the very basics. Yeah. Just the very basics from top to bottom have been lacking. Yeah. And I also based that grade against the quality of players we have yeah and for me it's like a good student in school that's messing up you know better than this you've got the brains you've been doing you've done this before why are you not doing the basics why have you suddenly forgotten how to read and write yeah and that (laughs) and that is Arsenal for you you can look at us and yeah. think, have these guys played football together oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, recent yeah, yeah, months? Yeah, yeah. Or are we just looking at a bunch of strangers? <laughs> then the following week, they can be sublime. I yeah. don't... That schizophrenic nature of us this season? Yeah. Well, no, actually, to be fair, we we haven't been that schizophrenic, to be fair. We yeah. have been very consistent yeah. in our inability to win games. Yeah, It's no, the only yeah. consistency we've had. Yeah, no, that's true. But then... For me, I would say since certainly uh, Arteta's been in charge, I feel like it's given me a good time to come into it without any feelings, without any 
preconceptions about what, what, what. And really, my gut instinct still remains that a, a number of key players, regular starters, are not quite at the level of mm. that's needed by Arsenal Football Club. Cool. And because of that, everything you said, I hear you, mm. but I'd probably flip it a little bit from what you said I'll say that I'd give them a C minus because I feel like generous no but I feel like a C minus is taking what you've said about the sort of play um, the sort of what their ability is but then a C minus takes into account that on an intrinsic ability level you can't expect too much more from guys you feel are not good enough to be playing for what you expect from your club, you know? But you say that though. Yeah. I can't expect more from Aubameyang and Lacazette. Lacazette. I shouldn't be expecting more from players of that elk. I shouldn't be expecting more from players of Louise. No. <sighs> Seasoned, been there, done it type players yeah no I mean Obama Yang I think it's unfair to to incorporate him because without him at the moment we would be completely a cooked goose man I can't see 100% you know. but then Louise for instance if we're talking about again I'm not talking about the whole season today I'm talking mm. about the Arteta period mm. we've seen Louise improve uh, considerably become more disciplined uh, willing to to play more defensive minded, and, and, and bearing in mind someone like Louise, yeah. sorry to cut you off, no, but no, no. someone like Louise, who always historically, even at Chelsea, yeah. had a positional issue. Yes, he was always exactly. seen as a PlayStation player. We exactly we but know he had the players to pick up. That's it. In his heart, he's a box to box midfielder. <laughs> we know that in his heart. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? He but wants to be your way. That's up there. it. Yeah. That's it. He sees himself as a Balak type guy, yeah. but the reality is he's asked to be doing a, a, a CB job, and that means he needs to be disciplined as far as defensively goes, as far as I'm concerned. But that's the thing. Like taking him as a case in point. Yeah. We saw that level of discipline with him under. Um, which manager you've just gone to Inter oh Conte yeah yeah. Conte was the sort of manager that said you sit yeah. you stay there and don't yeah. you dare move yeah, like you yeah. could see it in his face oh well he's Italian isn't he so they yeah, don't mess about with their defence passion and yeah, they yeah. don't mess about you know defence and pizzas That's it. Italians <laughs> period Okay, a few other things, but that's what oh, I associate. That goodness. might be very general. All love to our Italian gooners. Thank you, We yes. know there's much more to you than that, but... Way, way more. You, but, know, you know, you could take a bit about that, can't you? For the, for the sake of the podcast. That's it, yeah. But yeah, so we, we saw that under, under content with Louise. So yeah. my hope was he's taken some of that on board in his general game. Yeah. And we've seen some calamitous moments from him yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just so, lack yeah. of concentration. Yeah. You know, going on, yeah. on, on, you know, whimsical journeys and explorations <laughs> of the <laughs> midfield far flung parts of Exactly, the midfield. you know, Dungeons and Dragons in midfield and yeah. we're like, hold on, it's there's a massive hole. Exactly. And so You um, have some inexperienced player that, ha- that has to pick up his position. But, but Arteta's nipped that in the bud. I hope and, so. I and hope so. Certainly from what we've seen, we can only go on what we've seen and defensively, I think I would, if we were to break down that C-, I'd give us 
a B minus defensively and I'd B give, minus. Yeah, I'd give us a B minus defensively. You're gonna have to put clothes and around D, that. And and a D minus offensively. So that's why I'd ultimately end up with a C minus. So okay, so yeah. you're saying the attack has been worse than the defense. I'd say the, the, the I'm talking about the recent sort of Arteta period in a whole taking into account out of that period how many games has it been now is it six seven, seven games six, yeah, yeah something like that seven games I would say out of the seven games I'm talking more about taking a view of the last four games do you get what I mean yeah I hear you what I'm seeing and hence why we're drawing but we're keeping clean sheets yeah you know because our defence are doing their job hence the clean sheets mm. but we're drawing hence we can't kill games off no. imagine the, uh, think about the games that we've scored and we should have won and then we come back or the team equalise yeah and we just don't have it in us to kill the game off no no I'm torn I am torn to be fair because I hear what you're saying about the clean sheets and for me that's the biggest that has been our biggest bugbear is conceding not enough discipline so if we're not conceding then clearly it means we're not losing yeah um it just means we're in this limbo where we're just drawing every game. Well, but that's yeah, fine. I mean, look at the look at the last four games. So the the, the most recent Burnley away nil yeah. nil. Yeah, you know, take aside the FA Cup where we that was a great game against Bournemouth, but really then that great. almost felt like Bournemouth didn't turn up. I feel yeah. and and not to put down that performance, it's yeah. a good performance by yeah. us, and I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, but I think. Bournemouth have prioritised survival yes. you've over got that impression run. and it's not even only the players that were chosen it was just their attitude towards it the game was wasn't it the, yeah it was the lackadaisical exactly. manner in which they folded yeah it, so, they, they didn't come to win that match no you know? no it didn't it didn't look that way yeah. I'm sure they probably wanted to yeah, yeah. but it didn't look it looked like they were like you know what we've got many fixtures ahead yeah. we're fine not being in this competition exactly and then obviously Chelsea 2-2 another draw and yeah. we know all the controversy that we've covered previously well if we look at that yeah. game for example <laughs> it's like like a defense was abandoned on both yeah, sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a free for all. Totally. Uh, and then Sheffield, one all. Crystal Palace, one all. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then we go to the beginning of the year, and I remember that game with, that we were there. That literally we thought, right, we've arrived. Twenty twenty. Do you get what I mean? Which was the United <laughs> game. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Which was comprehensive. It was. It was. It was it a was fresh like, start. That's it was it. fresh. It felt like right. This is like you said. Mm. I was going to think of another word for it, but there's no other word for fresh start yeah. apart from two nil, three points, comprehensive, clean sheet. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Got totally. the three points and the clean sheet. Yeah. That moved me differently yeah. that day. <laughs> Like, it touched you in a different it way. It touched me in a different way because it, it harked back to previous eras. Man United as well. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, it's always nice to get a win over them. Like. Totally. But then given that January felt like a year, it's, yeah. it felt like the year of January because yeah. as you're saying that, you're saying when we won at the start of the year, I'm thinking like weeks and weeks and weeks yeah, back and yeah. it was only like, you know, the start of, of the year, which was, wasn't that long ago. But yeah, we we found a measure of consistency insofar as not conceding goals, particularly yeah. in the last four games, as you said. Um, for me, now it's at the attacking end. Yeah. 
Overall, though, I still, as a, the season as a whole, at yeah. this, up until this point, I would still say the defense haven't been better than the attack, have they? Or I don't know. Our goal difference probably suggests different. We're not really. Oh no! I'll say over the course of the season, mm. nah. no, no, they haven't. If we're Just talking about the, the yeah, Arteta era. Arteta era. Cool. He's coming, yeah, and which is what we wanted because we could see it so glaringly. Yeah, we were obvious. so lost. Yeah that defence was what went out of the window mm. at the very least. Just the, the basic common sense, organisation, discipline, just knowing where your man is, you know, knowing where your awareness. fellow, yeah, your awareness, the structure, it was just, it, it was just free for all. So, yeah. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's hope for uh, more of that industry on Sunday and three points is so needed right now. It's so, so needed. 100 but um, I guess that leads us now to a bit of fun because you know we've we've you know we've had some banter today, but it's been a bit of doom and gloom about our current position. But we've been quite philosophical on it. But let's cheer ourselves up, Ayo, by talking about our all-time greatest Arsenal eleven. Woo! Back when we were consistent with wins and W's and going unbeaten, <laughs> winning doubles and, you know, all the rest of it. Yeah. So uh, I've got a loose um, 11 in my head. And honestly, I'm sure we can be challenged on this. I'm sure most of Guna Fan Nation will challenge our, our choices, but yeah. I don't care because I'm right. So with that being said, in goal. Yes. Uh, we can take this one at a time or do you want me to just go through my whole 11? Well, let's choose what, like, for each position. You say what you think and I, right. I'll say what I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to go. What? I'm oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you. Yo. What kind of formation are you? Just 4-4-2. It has ooh, to be 4-4-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going 4-4-2. I was going to say I'm going that, that is the most. I'm going traditional. Yeah. But yeah. hey, man. However, this doesn't just apply to 4-4-2, guys. So whichever system suits you yeah. um, Steph you can find a way to fit in Ozil <laughs> <laughs> all day long if you wish yeah. Um, but yeah I'm going 4-4-2 and okay. in goal I'm starting with Seaman standard uh, not to, to everybody you'd think for them some people like, would want Bob Wilson maybe Bob Wilson you know that's some granddad business that's some <laughs> old school business but I'm not going to discount that no I respect that I respect that, that but if you had said Bob Wilson I would have been like bro how old are you man <laughs> hey, I know man. I'm, not, I'm not 70 yet dang but yeah in, in terms of my era it has to be Seaman all day in terms of Arsenal era I believe he has to be the one all day sorry Bob I love you and everything and you did well um, even layman's but you weren't around long enough layman this is it you know, layman so. yeah and, and an invincible at that he so is an invincible he that's that why that's what I mean yeah. I would put him in that conversation, in that conversation. for being an invincible and what he valid. brought to the team after um, what team was he at before man Stuttgart oh, was it was it Stuttgart I yeah think I think it was, it was Stuttgart okay. so uh, yeah and so. he was he, we brought him as an aging keeper yeah then, that's what so. I mean so he was yeah, 29 I think or around that late twenties. I think he'd broken thirty. Oh really? Oh no, yes, he was thirty-three. Bro. That's it. 33. He was thirty-three. I remember it being a specific thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What have they done? They bought an old keeper. Yeah, he was thirty-three. Yeah, kept I us remember. in so many games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, shout outs to you, Layman. Um, but yeah, Seaman in goal. Um, Centre backs. I mean, come on, Mister Arsenal. Yes. 
Tony Adams. I mean, Tony Adams. Do we even need to discuss why? Nah, I mean, this is a guy that came through from the ranks. He had heart for days. You know, Man. he he. I, I think I was looking at that guy's highlight reel on YouTube, and I was yeah. like. So many match-saving tackles. So um, many heads placed in the f- way of a foot somewhere. You know, like to drink or two though. I read it. <laughs> I read. I read his autobiography, man. And boy, there was a lot of good Woo. nipping off to the pub after Just matches. A tad. Trust me. So, but yeah, he's a ledge. He is a ledge. So yeah. I mean, look, any man that slept in front of the marble halls drunk. Oh wow! And then got up to go and play. Yeah. Yeah. has my vote of confidence because that man put in performance oh, yeah. after performance yeah. week in week out yeah. bleeds red and white Definitely. there's just no debate yeah. and I've got him at captain so there you go oh standard I'd, 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 I can't think of a better captain to be mm, honest no you know I mean Vieira potentially but yeah in terms oh, well, of yeah. just yeah. in terms of just dragging your team forward Vieira yeah. Vieira has my heart as captain yeah. practically practical nature I'm giving it to, to Tony yep um, alongside him and mm. this might be where you want to chime in with your own mm. one uh, I'm having Campbell I was just going to say if you hadn't said anything about Campbell <laughs> I, was, I was thinking who's gonna he going to say me, you know, <laughs> don't be going no sender us <laughs> Big Phil I love Big Phil man uh, yeah yeah we yeah. would take Big Phil uh, all yeah. day today. no but in fairness if it wasn't going to be if it wasn't going to be Campbell it would be Keown I was know. debating it him or Keown but you know both players but it I was a toss up I was going to say because Campbell when it comes to athletic athletic I can't even say the <laughs> you word you can't even get the words good up. athlete <laughs> good athlete <laughs> there you go but he was an excellent athlete he could cover positions yeah. he was just Covered you ground, know yeah heading, exactly strength, exactly total package so. and I think he co- he compliments Adams yeah. in a way that perhaps Keown Bold some of the other legendary defenders we've had uh, although Bold and yeah. Adams were a legendary yeah. partnership together trust me I just feel uh, across the history of our club yeah. I would have loved to have seen a Campbell and Adams together yeah yeah. Um, left back is tricky because my heart doesn't want to say this person and I don't want to speak his name because uh, as, as far as I'm concerned he's finished we hate the snakes <laughs> <laughs> So one uh, Mr. Hole <coughs> Ashley Cole who was great he was great for us he, he was you great know for what? us it's a pity you, how it ended but you know what and I've got no respect for him you know and you, and you can tell him I said it <laughs> oh man you know but what he was a I'm great torn, left back you know as as, 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 as an unabashed unapologetic capitalist <laughs> I am torn <laughs> about the Cole situation yeah because at the end of the day you can see why he left can't you yeah because they were messing him about with the contract <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what it's it's, it's it's a shame for us but that's how football goes and you know yeah, yeah let's set about all we can really do is especially if we're talking about all time we're talking about footballing mm. we're keeping it football do you get what I mean so for me I'm cool with Ashley Cole Fine. I can't think of anyone else you, you, you be cool with him I'm, I'm cool <laughs> with him but for footballing reasons I've put him in and I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> at right back yes we have oof, man this one I, I, I searched my brain yeah. uh, and I'm gonna go all out I'm gonna put 
oh my god man you see this is it you know when you get to the final point where you know you've got it in your head yeah. but then you just think about all the other stuff this person's done yeah. uh, I'm going Laren okay <laughs> he just said okay no 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 that's <laughs> like, what I was no, no. All right. yeah no, that you said was, the wrong thing no 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 not even bro because really to be honest I'll be honest with you and, and please don't judge me at home the only two kind of notable right backs I can think of are L- Lauren and uh, Sanya and anyone else I can't think of anyone so it you know few. wasn't Winterburn right back Winterburn and I was thinking sorry, Winterburn man Winterburn what but am I Lauren doing Lauren was kind of more attacking Winterburn we got yeah. more goals out of Laren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winterburn scored a screamer against you Chelsea. I pronounce it Laren. Is that you? Is that I usually, I usually pr- pronounce it Lauren, but That's I'm not I even mean. sure what's right. You know, Laren. I feel like he's a family friend and he told you, yo, yo, it's Laren. Yeah, Laren. <laughs> like pure Cameroon, French Cameroonian. Trust me, trust me. Nah, I like it, Laren. Tweet us, Laren, and yeah, tell yeah. us what is the predict. Pre- protect the <laughs> correct way to say your name but yeah i've got you at, at right back by the way so you know get your boots on central mid yes central mid come on Vieira. Yeah. i mean yeah i mean end off end, yeah Vieira. that's 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 full that's, stop that's it open and shut full stop case right there yeah. you know case we don't closed. need to say why that's it we don't need to tell you so, why so let's move on now let's so, move forward indeed so this, uh, this one now who partners him partners him is the more tricky discussion yeah i'll let you go well, that's Liam Brady, bro. I'm kind of feeling Man. like, you know. The mercurial left yeah, foot it, of that Irishman. It. Yeah, like I'm thinking bringing it old school. We can't just be all about the new mm. era, you know. Well, yeah, we can't. But I am. And I'm going to go with, ah, you see, I've got two. Okay. And it's Petit or Gilberto. Okay. And... I am going to go with Petit. Okay. Okay. And I love Gilberto. Do, do you understand how much I love Gilberto? <laughs> that love is deep. I will move to Rio. <laughs> that man, yeah, when we got him, I was the happiest I've ever been that we got a player like Gilberto. But that being said, the partnership of Petit and Vieira, when we first got them, and it was transformative for yeah. our team yeah yeah. it was the first time I believed that we could win the league when I saw those two together yeah yeah at that no. time I was like oh we, we've got a midfield partnership for ages yeah no definitely bro definitely agree and with that's you. why I'm picking those two um, so um, moving across the flanks yeah who you got I would say um, <sighs> left Mm. I'm trying to think, man. Um, who we, who we Rocastle, you know, would he would he play in the left? You know, because I Rocky definitely was Rocky it, was in my midfield. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I, when I think about him, I think about him all over the place. Yeah. So that's why I'm like in my midfield without a standard of a doubt, mm. he would be in there. Although then, should he be number ten? You know, it's. He, from what I can remember, he wasn't a typical number 10. I just remember him being really skillful. Yeah. And he was, at at the time I came into to fandom, he was my favourite player. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the playground, I wanted to be number seven. Yeah. I wanted to be Rocky. Yeah. 
especially after that goal he scored at Old Trafford where he just chips the Oh, keeper. stop it, man. Ooh, Trust man. me. It's beautiful. Um, so what, you'd, you'd put him there? Yeah, I'll put him there. I'll put him fair, there. Fair, fair. You know. Um, or I, if not him, then I'll probably put someone like Paul Davis, Grafter, ooh, yeah. back in the 80s, yep. and then I'll put Roe Castle in as well. Okay. So All right. I like I'll that 80s midfield. feel right there. You know. That retro feel. There you go. I would probably go different purely because of the the flank, it being the flanks. I would Jungberg. No, I'd put okay. um, Mark over Mars. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, he's... Because he was just like... Speed, speed I was gonna demon. say fastest white man in the world <laughs> back in that era you know? who, was, who was beating over Mars for no pace? one would beat over over, even a nail goal be huffing and puffing you if know? it come to a little 60 man. 60 meter dash that's it you know um, yeah so over Mars for me okay. would be the only difference yeah no I respect that I yeah. hear that I hear that on the uh, on the right side yeah who we who are we looking at Right side, right side, right side. Mm, that's a very good question, bro. Um, who would we put right side? As in like, if you could, in a dream-like scenario. Well, that's the thing, because I've already got my four. Yeah. I would probably oh, be- got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be looking more towards the last, the, 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 the two forward players. But, yeah. you know, like I've tried to think right side uh, you'd probably say what's his name man um, oh my goodness how can we not forget Santi 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 man yeah Santi one of the best players I've seen that's at it club. I, I would always find a way to try and crowbar Santi into any say, Arsenal yeah, 11 yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure how this will go down in the, the WhatsApp group they're probably screaming hellfire right now <laughs> You've got the loyalists like, yeah, you've got the old schooler like, what? I'm telling you, no. <laughs> How but- come you didn't use Charlie George? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the broad church that we are. You know, that's why I wanted to show love to the old school man as Indeed. well with Paul Davis. But I'm then not, when you're talking about like, like Sasanti, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, as long as you're not putting Jacker there, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not putting him there. <sighs> But he's doing, you know what? Yeah. That's unfair, bro. Shaka, the last few games, he's been doing, he's been doing really, really, yeah. really, really well. But I mean, yeah, let's, let's, all right. Well, let's just go. If we're going four four two, last two positions, fairly well, straightforward. Well, I would, and before that, I would clear up. I would put Perez. Okay, Perez. Know. All right. But then that might be not everyone's cup of tea. I miss that little Frenchman as much as I miss the little Spaniard. So, yeah sentimental reasons the last two positions are yeah. so clear in my mind they're clear as day I can see them but you go first man righty and Ooh. Henri righty and Henri righty and Henri Ooh. I'm keeping it nice and simple okay you know? no 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 um, reasons I just no, feel, they don't need to be too many yeah, but, yeah I just feel like in terms of on job mm. I can't think of two other strikers. 500 goals between job. them. Do you get what I mean? Two, I can't think of two other strikers that were on job like yeah. those two. It's simple yeah. as that, really. Both did what they said on the tin. That's it. One and was all perhaps. of them could score all, sorry to cut you, mm. all kinds of goals. Headers True. from outside the box. Yep. You know, it's everything yeah, in the repertoire. Everything in the repertoire. They were just goal machines. Um, you know? Righty, goal machine. Henri, perhaps 
one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen in an Arsenal shirt, if not the greatest scorer. Completely. I always say, I, stats. trust me, like I'm not really celebrities. If I see celebrities, I'll just go about my business. I'm just wired that way. I don't try and put celebrities on a pedestal. But if I saw Righty and Omri, I could get schoolgirlish. Bro, I did. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I mean? I got an autograph from Righty when I was about 14. Righty. You know, but yeah, those not, two. Not, all day not, long. To, not to name drop or anything. Well, we're talking about Righty and Omri. And because of the industry I work in, I've seen both men up in person and worked alongside them. Wow. And my even my colleagues yeah. told me that I was schoolgirlish wow. when Wrighty was sat in like the 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 cafeteria. Oh <laughs> wow. And I gave man a hug. And I was like, it's that brother hug, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna cry, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, he, he doesn't know how much he means to me. Number eight. I had I, I literally said that to him. I have you on the old school yellow Arsenal jersey number eight. Oh wow! But yeah, I, I totally understand your reasons. The only difference I would make to your top two, yeah, I would put Burkamp instead of right. Okay, okay. It would be Burkamp and it would be Henri. I because for me, Burkamp, and again, this might get a few dislikes, whatever. But I do not care. Burkamp is the greatest player I've seen in an Arsenal shirt bar none okay 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 goals aside because we know Wrighty and and TH have got more goals yeah between them if not individually yeah I've just seen Burkamp do stuff with a board that yeah. I've not seen a human being do no I hear you I hear you and he played for my club I Crazy. hear you I hear you and what can I say? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I feel like so torn that it's a listeners could one. probably tell. Like, <laughs> I ain't giving up right here. I ain't giving up on re, <laughs> like, bro. I ain't, I ain't that doing nothing. that. I ain't doing that. But Burkham, Emo- I hear you. Emotional ties. That's I it. I hear you. Conflict right there. No, so. I, I hear you on that too. I, I can respect the choices. But, you know, we, we put together a fairly solid 11. What I would say to you, let's know, is tweet us if you have a different 11 because I'm sure you do this is football so everyone's got an opinion yeah tweet us with yours um, and let us know hashtag Arsenal Asylum yeah you know, let's get this whole hashtag thing started huh why not it's about time we got the socials up on up and running why not why not so yeah I think um, well we've covered some ground I was just gonna say like um, I think our time is up it unfortunately, is just a bit, yeah. so, but know. thank you for being with us as exactly we... it's been very kind of you considering there's been no particular football at the moment got for no us to reason. discuss yeah you did this out of the kindness <laughs> of your heart and we appreciate that consider app- this I appreciate, I appreciate you appreciate that I appreciate yeah. you um, yeah, you did this at the kindest, kindest smart, of your heart. You loyal. You you came through for us. <laughs> you didn't have to tune into two old dudes. Uh, Indeed, and only lamenting. two of us. You yeah, know, no mod. I hope you didn't turn off when you didn't hear mod because <laughs> I know some of you are cold like that. You, you know, know what I mean? Vindictive yeah. like that. First few seconds, you'd be like, oh, "What? No, my, man, let me turn this." Thing <laughs> <up."> <laughs> 
but no that just leaves us to uh say thank you once again of for course. for joining us of course uh, and looking ahead to three points on sunday Indeed. for the arsenal so uh ayo yes my dude thank you so much sir thank you for it's coming as always hopefully always. we'll see you again always man you know i'm part usual. of the asylum you're always part crew, of the asylum. you know tattoo that on your arm right there, there. you go and I have been your host, Swerve Murph. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. And do not forget to like, share, and subscribe as that really helps us get more of the content that you like. You can find Arsenal Asylum on anywhere you find your podcasts. Thanks Indeed. Again. Peace.